0: Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams and we're on for another fabulous Family Foundation Friday. I like to throw that in every once in a while, David, because it's just a tongue twister. But um, thank you for joining us once again.
1: Absolutely. It is a fabulous Friday. We're looking forward <laughs> to a fabulous Saturday as well. We'll talk about that some more. Exactly
0: right. <laughs> I'm going to say that you took right out of my mouth, but we are excited about today's because a lot going on. There's a lot of good things. There's a lot of questionable things and we're going to cover those today. So, David, uh, let's begin with this. We had some great news that we fully anticipated a few weeks ago. Update our listeners on the Sixth Circuit
1: ruling now on
0: Kentucky's
1: law, SB 150. Yeah, Greg, and look, an- answer to prayer. Yes, uh, we've been yes. you know, talking about this. You and I have talked about it. We've been asking our supporters to be in prayer about this case. Uh, but just to remind folks, the um, SB 150, particularly the, the provisions of the law that ban so-called gender trans- transition interventions on children was challenged in court, made its way up to the Sixth Circuit, and actually a similar law in Tennessee that does the exact same thing, nice. they got combined together. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, we talked about that a few weeks ago, and the, the breaking news as of uh, late last week is that the Sixth Circuit ruled uh, in favor of Kentucky and Tennessee's laws protecting kids from gender transitions. It, nice. was, a, uh, it was a two-to-one decision. But it was a very, very strongly worded decision. Right. Um, not not everything I I would have hoped was said, but a lot of really good points that were made right. uh, in this. And uh, and and we just want to break this down a little bit because this is this is really important. We're talking about to remind folks this is at the. The, the circuit court, so this is uh, one step before you get to the U.S. Supreme Court. And Greg, just in this last month and, and, and time period, we have now had multiple circuit court rulings in yes. favor of yes. these types of laws protecting children from these so-called yep. gender yep. transitions. Yep. Um, and so I, I just want to also say just a, a, a big thank you to Attorney General Daniel Cameron and his team who have, has been working to defend this case. Um, who uh, um, one of his uh, team members, Matt Coon, argued, uh, argued the case here recently yeah. and um, they've just been doing a, a great job and we were uh, excited to be a part of uh, some of our allies submitting a legal brief in this. Yeah. But what was before the case was the essentially the ACLU and some other groups wanting the courts to throw out the enforcement of these laws that are are protecting kids from gender transitions. And some now, of, now did yeah, they go include chemical and surgical? So it, and it's a it's a it's a little complicated. My understanding is in Tennessee they challenged the entire portion of the law. So right. the chemical side of it, the chemical mutilation as we like to say, right, yep. puberty blockers, cross-sex so. hormones, and right. I believe in Tennessee they also challenged the the surgical, uh, the si- surgical yes, side. Yes. In Kentucky the aclu uh, just challenged the chemical side uh, the oh, chemical side oh, of it great uh, but irrespective we got a a, a ruling co- yes. cover, covering strong, all aspects strong.
0: and i think there's two things driving this and yeah. i want you to share with yeah. our listeners on the front end the court really gave us some insights on the, the experimental nature right and they saw that from the back end the the results that are coming now right share with our listeners how the court
1: yeah and so that. what some of the good takeaways from this decision are a very strong, I would almost argue emphatic yes, um, yes. Um, uh, court decision reaffirming that the legislature, the elected body, the policymakers right. of the state right. are the ones that have the purview to make these kinds of decisions And especially when we're talking about I mean look the medical field is regulated like crazy yes. so the presumption is always that there's a, there, there's an ability to to regulate, Medicine. Although we're not even talking about medicine in this right, context, right. Greg, as you know, but even further than that, we're talking about children. Yes. So we we recognize, you know, uh, there's even further um, need, and a lot of times we recognize that um, the need to protect kids and to, in some cases, have different sets of rules. For kids in medical context, and we do adults is very well established. Yes. So that was an important principle. Them saying it, the, the court should not be stepping in to override what the duly enacted elected officials of right. Kentucky and Tennessee right. have done. But it, further, it, than the that, background yeah. supported that. Yes, they they yeah. made that clear. Right. Yeah. But further than that, they really laid bare um, the. Um, the reality that that these uh, t- so-called treatments, uh, mutilation of, of mm-hmm. children yes. is experimental at best. Absolutely. And I'm just gonna read a, a little bit from, from the opinion. But from the one of the parts of the opinion, Greg, it says, administering puberty blockers to uh, prevent pu- pubertal development can cause diminished bone density, infertility, sexual dysfunction. The list of potential concerns goes on and on and on. We yes. heard these in yes. spades, in the testimony right. in the, the legislature. And it's proven. Absolutely. It's proven. Right. So they go on to say that this, uh, the unsettled, developing, in truth, still experimental nature of these treatments surely permits more than one policy approach, and the Constitution does not favor one over the other. I would take it a step further and actually say if you go back to our uh, foundational um, uh, principles, the, the state actually has a duty to protect yes. children and, and all people from physical harm. But that's still very, very strong language and yes. goes on to say um, that that there was persuasive evidence that Kentucky and Tennessee um, chose a fair-minded and cautious approach to protect children in these circumstances. Very good. Very good. Uh, and then finally, um, it said, uh, Greg, as well, that if the injunction was to remain in place, essentially the the attempt to halt the law that the other side was seeking, that Tennessee and Kentucky would suffer harm from their inability to enforce the will of their legislatures and further the public health considerations undergirding the laws and to avoid health risks yes. to their children. Now we're back so, to lawlessness, right. David. So that's what um,
0: they're pushing for. Right. Right. So well, if, they have an agenda. It's a it's right? a
1: really strong. Uh, um, decision yes. and uh continuing to build the legal argument uh that we you know knew but that uh that these types of laws protecting kids from yeah. being experimented upon yes are right and just well um, and in line with that David. Yeah. in
0: line with that i know they mentioned a little bit because we were talking to michael johnson one of your yeah. analysts here at family foundation and he said they went back and looked at the research and the studies and what's coming out of this the experiments are not working out real well. Right. The results yeah. are mutilation and right. destruction of bodies and lives right. and suicide rates going up. They really are yeah. way more than they claim they are on the front end, yeah. on the other side. So let's transition then. Yeah. We had a front page article in our own here local Herald-Leader, Lexington Herald-Leader, which exposed their bias. And I'm going to ask them to do something after you talk about this in a little bit. Yeah. But it exposed their bias. Share with us what we found and uh, where, where, what that looks like,
1: David. Yeah, so the, the Herald-Leader um, ran a, the, uh, yeah, those that should, are watching yeah. on a vi- video, um, uh, we've got a, a little printout here. The the front page of the Herald-Leader was a, a picture of Daniel Cameron behind the transgender flag uh, and said, would a focus on, quote, anti-trans policies backfire as it relates to Daniel Cameron standing strong on these issues in the race for governor? Right. Um, it is clear that they are trying to uh, you know reframe this issue and what's 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 really really interesting in this argument and they use the term gender affirming care and and they even go so far Greg to to make the case that this is all uh, you know all ready to go, legitimate, legitimate yes, yes, medically, you know, medically, yep, 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 right, right. and 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 I would just say point them to the decision that exactly we were just talking right. about. Point them to the reality they of what's used going on. Terminology. Yes. They said that he, they right. called
0: him you, right. supporting experimental right. stuff, and that's exactly or, or not supporting yep. it,
1: but it is experimental. Right. Yeah. So, and I I just have to say too, uh, Greg, if if folks haven't seen the transgender flag as it's known right it's prominent show colors that to our video. It, it, it's Watch prominent show, colors are yeah. pink and blue two colors <laughs> representing yes. yes the two biological sexes that we know so even in the most overt forms of advocacy for the yes, other absolutely. side the inescapable realities What is of God's call that? Truths, <laughs> right? Al right as Al Mohler likes oh. to say the ontological truths that um Um, of human biology, biology. they will trump ideology every time eventually. Uh, But unfortunately, what what we're seeing is a a desperate attempt by the, and I would say the completely in-the-tank left-wing media here in this state, trying to go after Daniel Cameron simply for defending, doing his job, defending the laws that the General Assembly passed, overwhelmingly yeah. in court and then also not to mention they, they try to kind of go after his lieutenant governor um, running mate who's a state senator uh, Robbie Mills right. who was the uh, who authored and and helped carry the Save Women Sports Act to protect right. our, our female ath- a- athletics right. so they are trying to make this somehow a, a front and center issue and Greg um, I know you, you had something you wanted to yeah, share, yeah, let, let me share on this, this topic, right, let me, let me, but uh, let me let you do that. Yeah, so. so
0: if we're going to claim, I don't know that they do that anymore, David, but yeah. you said it's very clear where they, are, where they stand, All the right. left media, if you claim unbiased, why not run a front page article? And ask the same thing on the other side about maybe something like this. Will they focus on and full support of unproven experimental trans policies backfire with a full cover photo of Governor Bashir? I'm just simply asking you, put both sides out there. Right. Don't try and dissuade or persuade. Put both sides and let people understand what's going on so that they know. That's what we keep asking them here on our show, uh, David, to do and the Family Foundation. Let's see what's really going on out there and let's help voters decide based upon where the two candidates actually stand and all other candidates for that matter.
1: What I, the, the one good takeaway that I uh, if I can call it that from this article is again it makes it very clear there is a clear dividing line on this issue. Exactly right. If 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 That's uh, my point in, right, the, in the other yeah, cover, right? Yes. Uh, Andy Bashir vetoed the bills, vetoed SB 150 to protect kids from these gender transitions. All all of it. Yeah. The, the while surgery, he, while his ads
0: say that he never did any right. of that basically. Right. So
1: he he is truly lying about that. And then he also vetoed the Save Women's Sports Bill right. that we were just talking about as well from the session before last. So there is a clear contrast, and, you know, our heart continues to be Greg. We've talked about it, but our, our our Governor's Race Voter Guide, our church-friendly voter guide, that covers these issues and a host of other issues, uh, folks can get that resource. It's uh, We're distributing it all over the state as requested from a lot, a lot of churches and supporters yeah. at KentuckyFamily.org. But just another example why, you know, these issues are Issues of the day, yes. impacting what does the what does the Word of God have to say? Yes. How should Christians think about these issues? Right. They are in play right now front and center Absolutely. in the election coming yeah. up in November seventh. And so, let me say
0: one more thing, and then we'll push. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll uh, promote a little bit of the forum that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, listen, here's all we're saying. Well, if you are for abortion, basically on demand at any time, if you are for transgender of children and youth. If you are for those things, then then you need to vote for Governor Bashir. He is for those things. Don't let the ads fool you. If you are against those things, clearly understand that Daniel Cameron is against those things. That's your call, your choice. But you need to know where they stand based upon their records and what they've done, not what they're claiming it ads. That's all we're saying. Right. That's all we're saying. And so with that... Promo a little bit of the family forum and some of
1: the topics, and then I'll close this out, Dave. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a, a, a full house uh, tomorrow at the, our Kentucky Family Forum, and we're just really excited. We're, we're going to have a, a salt and light panel on how the church can engage, Craig, that yes. you're going to be on. We're going to be talking about the LGBTQ revolution and these issues and how they impact kids and, and the issue of educational freedom. That will be another panel. I'm excited that uh, Walt Hire uh, is going to be our, our keynote speaker at lunch. We're going to have a pro-life panel, a panel on religious liberty, and a panel kind of on the future of social conservatism. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting day, and we are just so thankful for all that are going to be joining us, yeah. for all the speakers, yourself included. Well, Looking forward we to Well, and we could
0: probably add a few seats. It is full, but we could probably add a few if you want to show up. So thank you for joining us today and tomorrow. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Bill Reeser encounters next and at 1245, Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.